Hello. Hi. It's day 29. Day 29 of 31 days of podcasting, 31 reflections on 2023. Hello. Hi. I'm glad you're here. My name's Liz. You're listening to a podcast that's called Liz Gets Loaded. And it's a it's a pun, right? Get it? Pun? An ent- a double entendre? Loaded like the money kind of loaded, but also like the other kind, wink, wink, but not really. Okay. Today, I am going to do a topic that I've been putting off and it's just sort of like my favorite things that I listen to or watched or somehow consumed in 2023. I wrote this down. I was like, oh, that's a good one. I should definitely do that. Except that the idea of favorites just... I don't like it because <laughs> soon as something, as soon as I say something is my favorite, then one second later, I'm like, well, wait, actually, what about this? And maybe I like this other thing more. So here is just a list of things that I liked in 2023. And I'm going to do podcasts, Instagram accounts, books, and shows. So let's start with podcasts. Probably <laughs> this is a terrible way to start. The only podcast that I listen to absolutely every single episode of is the one you are listening to right now. I listen to every episode of Liz Gets Loaded. I record it. Um, I do a very small amount of editing, not a ton. And I post it and then I listen to it after it's posted in the same way that you read an email after you hit send to see like what it looks like to the person you sent it to. I listen to it like, oh, what would it sound like if you just listened to this and you weren't in the room with me or like listening to it in the editing software. And I say that half jokingly, like obviously Liz Gets Loaded is my favorite podcast, but also and I touched on this, but like listening to yourself, process your thoughts out loud and then listen listening back, especially over the last 30 days, all of the reflecting and processing and thinking, it's literally like a little baby version of therapy. And it's, I so recommend it. Anytime someone tells me they want to start a podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, you should just do it so fun. Especially if you're just talking about your life, because it really is interesting to listen back to it. Okay. Anyways, for real though, podcasts I liked. I listened to a million podcasts and I picked three that I wanted to tell you about. One, because it's money related. I listen to a lot of financial podcasts, like kind of on and off. Like I'll listen to an episode here and there, but one, and I think it just started in 2023, but it's called Cash Cuties and it's so cute and it's so funny. And I love it because it's a personal finance podcast that's not, it's like done by civilians. So it's two ho- co-hosts, Steffi and Fumi, and they bring their friends on and basically you have to submit your credit card statement ahead of time and then they grill you about what you spend money on. And it's very funny and it's very smart. I will just like a tiny warning. It is just like the tiniest bit more crass than than my taste runs sometimes, but I am admittedly kind of a prude. So, <laughs> but I still listen to it. I just have occasional moments where I'm like, ooh. Like I just cringe a tiny little bit because in my heart, I am not quite modern enough, I guess. Anyways, I really, really like it. Two others that are always, always, always in heavy rotation for me. One is Make Me Smart, which is somewhat money related. It's from Marketplace. So it's Kai Rizdahl, who's been the host of Marketplace for as long as I can remember. (laughs) And Kimberly Adams is the new co-host and they have episodes Monday through Friday. They're focused on the economy, but anything in like the economy, technology, and culture is where they tend to hang out. Each one of them brings like a story of the day to talk about. And then they do a Make Me Smile at the end, which started in early pandemic days. I do still love Make Me Smart. If you're a listener, you know, though, that there was an, there was another co-host named Molly Wood who left the show. I don't remember. I want to say like a year ago, but that, that could be totally untrue. <laughs> and I miss her. 
her so much. Kimberly Adams is great. And Kai Rizdal is still great. But there's definitely such a thing as chemistry, right? Even just like totally platonic chemistry between podcast co-hosts. And the way that played out between Kai Rizdal and Molly Wood was just one of my favorite things. And I still really like it. And I listen to it. I mean, they put out five episodes a week and I probably listen to two or three every week. And then the last podcast that's always in heavy rotation for me is Hidden Brain. And that's a podcast hosted by Shankar Vedantham, who I love. Just his voice is like so, so good. And he brings on experts and they sort of deep dive into a topic every week around human psychology. So they might talk about like choking when you fail, when you're under a lot of pressure. Or I think this week's episode was called like, are our memories real? And this is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. If I interact with you in real life for more than an hour, the odds that I'm going to mention something that I heard on Hidden Brain are very high very high. Okay. That's podcasts, cash cuties, make me smart and hidden brain Instagram accounts. I mean, y'all I'm not even going to do any financial Instagram accounts because there's just too many, but these are three that I spent more time with in 2023. And I feel like I learned something. So one is called weekly home check. And this is a guy who it's exactly what it sounds like every week. He's like, here's something you should be doing around your home. And you will know that home maintenance stresses me out. I don't like it. It's hard. And so having someone be like, this is how often you should clean out your dryer. Like, this is how often you should clean your dishwasher filter or whatever. This is how you would drain your water heater. Like, it's really nice. And having it every week, it's just I'm a big fan. The second Instagram account that I'll mention is called Begin at Home. And it's a woman named Nicole who just shares, not just shares, who shares her life and her work as a stay-at-home mom, taking care of two boys. And I, I've marveled at this over and over again, like why I'm so into things that have nothing to do with me, right? Like don't have children. I am not sort of especially savvy or even like interested in cooking or like keeping house. I'll like watch every single story she posts about how she picks out presents for her kids' teachers, even though I don't need to do, I don't need to do that. I don't know why I'm so interested, but she just seems so authentic and sincere and consistent. And she does this thing that I wish more Instagram people would do where every time she posts stories where she's like just talking into the camera, instead of just letting the captions play, she writes out like a little text summary. So even if I'm in a place where I'm not going to stop and listen, I can still get the gist. And I love that. She also says she's got a couple little like taglines that I enjoy. And one of them is no one is doing everything, right? So someone who's really on top of making dinner every night might not be a great baker or something. And it's so similar to something I say all the time, which is like, I'm good at other things or you're good at other things. Whenever I'm not doing something, I'm like, well, I'm doing other things. (laughs) Like I'm I've got success other places in my life. So I say you're good at other things or I'm good at other things all the time. And that just really reminds me of what when she says no one is doing everything. And so it really resonates with me and I like it. And then the last Instagram account I want to mention, I'm pretty sure I started following last year, is called No Food Rules. And No Food Rules is a woman who talks a ton about diet culture and just all the BS that comes around food based on marketing and 
and a lot of the nonsense that a lot of us had burned into our brains or like earlier in the century. And I feel like getting a little dose of that most days of like, it's literally fine. Eat bread, eat fruit, eat whatever, like, like eat nutritious whole, whole foods, but in a not scary, restrictive diet culture kind of way, it just makes me so happy and is a little like salve that I need to see every once in a while. And a very small, quick aside related to that topic, because I can't stop thinking about it. Recently-ish, someone I hadn't seen in a while made a comment to me that has just been rattling around in my head. And they said, Liz, it looks like you've lost a little weight in a good way. And I literally didn't know what to say because I was like, oh, I thought we all knew that we like don't comment on people's bodies and especially on their weight lately. And I just literally didn't know what to say. And I was just really awkward about it. I was like, oh, huh. And moved on. And I have always been, I think what the kids call these days, a mid-sized queen. (laughs) I don't think anyone would ever look at me and describe me as skinny, even though I desperately would have wanted someone to earlier in my life. And since then, though, it just keeps rattling around in my head. Like, oh, that person felt comfortable making a comment about the size of my body. And what that comment was, was like, I've been noticing the size of your body. And I think the size it is now is better than the size it was before. So that is why following accounts like no food rolls feels good for me. Okay. All right. Anyways, books. There are so many. A couple novels I really liked. I liked Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Everyone liked that. I think that's been like one of the most popular books since it came out. I enjoyed The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Same thing. Probably not a new recommendation. I think that's been an incredibly popular book since it came out. I also really enjoyed a novel I read this year called The Nicks and N-I-X. And I don't even know how to describe it. The beginning is like a little funny. You're like, wait, is this just about a guy who likes to play video games? It is about a guy who likes to play video games, but then it turns into a story about a guy who's estranged from his mother. Turns out his mother like shows up in the news for protesting against this particular politician. And then it kind of goes into this like very epic backstory. I love a story that kind of like spans generations, like spans decades and has a couple different lives and kind of shows you how they end up interwoven over the years. So I thought it was so well done. It was so good. That was a great one for novels. Nonfiction, I read a bunch that I liked. Stolen Focus, I've mentioned on the podcast before. Uneasy Street, The Anxieties of Affluence, I've mentioned on the podcast before. Fascinating. Tranquility by Tuesday, I saw several people recommend on Instagram and I read it and I thought it was great. I loved, I've talked a bunch about the book Outlive, which is about longevity and health span. And I've read a few books like that. I I feel like Blue Zones are really having a moment and I thought that was a really good one. And then if you were a Peloton person at all, I just finished Cody. Rigsby's autobiography memoir something and I thought it was great I thought it was going to be silly and hokey and it was actually lovely okay so that's it for books and then shows here's just like a list of shows I only watch shows that I really like so I rewatched I rewatched rewatched Gossip Girl in 2023 and had so much fun doing that I watched How I Met Your Father I loved How I Met Your Mother although I've gone back and rewatched it and it's no Clearly, for many, many reasons, it doesn't totally hold up. I thought the sequel was just starting to get good, How I Met Your Father, when it got canceled. We watched season four of You, which if you've been watching You on Netflix, season four was just even more of a trip than even the other seasons. We watched the last season of Working Moms. So funny. 
We watched Bachelor in Paradise, which this season was incredibly boring, actually. That's like the only reality show I watch. (laughs) And this season was very disappointing. We watched Only Murders in the Building, always just a delight. We watched a ton of Christmas movies right before Christmas, all the cheesy Hallmark ones. And that was fun. And then on my own, just while I've been working out, sometimes I've been watching Insecure with Issa Rae, which of course is fantastic. And I've been watching a little bit of First Wives Club on Netflix, the TV show, not the movie. And it's pretty good. It's if, you, if you're looking for something like Sex in the City, Lipstick Jungle, The Bold Type, just like a group of girlfriends wearing fabulous outfits and running around in Manhattan, it's that kind of show. I watch it while I'm working out and I watch it on my iPad. So I watch it at 1.25x and I find that that is the right thing for me in this show. At, at just the regular speed, it doesn't totally hold my attention, but sped up just a little bit. It's perfect. Okay. I... Hope that you are having just the very best week so far. Two episodes left in January, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down. <laughs> I'm gonna finish the last two you know, tomorrow and the next day, and then I'm I might take a week off and then come back, or I might just pick up as usual on Monday. I haven't decided yet, but in any case, thank you for listening. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, you know where to find them. But I appreciate you spending this time with me. I enjoy it. I hope that you do too. Thank you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.